Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey his command to watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming, coming to take us back to that place he's prepared for us. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching today more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. I'm so thankful to once again be with you on the program. We're going to have a word of prayer, and then I have a message. Uh, there's a passage of Scripture that has many important principles and concepts that will boil down into, I believe, the most important of them all. And so, again, let's pray. Father, in Messiah Yeshua's name, thank you and bless your holy name. Bless all of our viewers today and bless the teaching and hearing of your word. Deepen and strengthen our faith and help us to be ready to see our Savior come for us in the clouds. Amen and amen. In James chapter 4, beginning in verse 1, uh, we're going to go through this. And, and like I said, we're going to see such important, relevant um, principles. I pray that we embrace them like never before. Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members? You lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. We can see where we are in our walk with Messiah Jesus and our relationship with him because directly associated to that is our relationship with others, especially other believers in Messiah Jesus. And, and we see here the trouble starts with our desires for pleasure. And, and lust is a strong desire for that which is forbidden by God. Now listen what uh, the Apostle John says about murder in 1 John 3. Whoever hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. Wow. So important that we be rightly related to other believers in Messiah Jesus and that hatred and these other wrong things mentioned here are rooted out by our cooperation with the Lord's grace and his working through the Holy Spirit in our lives. Uh, in James chapter 4, we're going to now start in verse 4. Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Are you, do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously? See, Messiah Jesus, he said, don't love your life 
what he meant is in this world. And, and, and his disciples are to lose their lives in this life and world. We're to lose them in Christ Jesus. We're to surrender ourselves to Jesus Christ, to walk the narrow, difficult path that leads to life. You see, our Father in heaven, he doesn't want the bride of Christ to love this world that is set against him. In 1 John 5, 19, we see that we know that we are of God and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. Our true and living God loves us with a holy and righteous jealousy. So what's the answer? Well, the answer is found in James chapter 4 as he continues in verse 6. But he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. The answer is to humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. Draw near to him in humility. Well, well how do I do that? Well, I'm glad you asked. He continues in James chapter 4 and verse 7. Therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. Here's the answer. Submit to God. Desire strongly to go his way. May the desire to be pleasing to God be stronger in our hearts than the desire for the pleasures and lusts that wants to creep in and take over our hearts. And we draw near to God. We, we, we repent and confess sins so our hands are clean, our hearts are pure, right? And that way we're not double-minded. We're single-minded. I'm for the Lord. I want to go His way. You see, while the world is belly laughing its way into hell, we need to mourn over our sin and seek cleansing waters of repentance, grace, and mercy. Uh, that's an analogy the scriptures give, that there are cleansing waters of grace and mercy in the Lord. You see, this is a great way to watch therefore and to be ready and, and speaking of cleansing waters we're going to take a look at something now that will bring home this principle remember i said at the beginning many important principles and concepts boil down to one humble yourself in the sight of the lord and he will lift you up this is the primary and most important one of all i believe this facilitates all that we've just read that's good in cleansing and pure. Hallelujah. Today we're up here at Engedi and I've been doing segments for our television program and uh, we've been reminded that David was in Engedi running for his life from King Saul and there are caves and places to hide all around here where David and his men would hide. And, and this is a place of refuge. 
and I've talked about how up, up here in Engedi, in this dry desert-like area all around here, the Dead Sea is right over there. Can't drink any water from the Dead Sea. There, there's nothing here, but then there's Engedi, this place of refuge and this fresh water. And I want to talk a little bit about, about the stream of life and the grace and mercy found in Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. First, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about how high and lifted up God is and other than everything in his creation, but he humbles himself by his grace and his mercy and comes down to the lowest place. And this little waterfall is a great example of that. What do I mean? If you will, think of the top of this place where the water is coming from as the throne of God, right? And, and, and think of the, the things that are high, sitting up high, they don't experience the pool, the gathering of the water, right? They experience a little bit of the splash of the water and a little bit of the running water, but they don't experience the pool of the water. But think of what God's grace and mercy, what it does. His grace and mercy goes down past the high places to the lowest place, and there is a pool of water. His grace and mercy goes past the high places to the lowest place, and that's where we can get into the pool and grace and mercy of the Lord. How do we do that? By humbling ourselves. By lowering ourselves, we can step into the pool of grace and mercy of the Lord. Let me tell you where I first realized this. I was in Rwanda, and they were baptizing people we had led to the Lord that week with the gospel of preaching, and they were baptizing them in this rushing river, and there was a big waterfall area, and the Lord showed me what I'm telling you. He showed me, he said, my grace goes past the high places to the lowest place, and that's where you find the pool of my grace and mercy. Does anyone want to step in to his pool of grace and mercy today? Then go low. Go low. Humble yourself in the mighty hand of the Lord, and he will lift you up at the appropriate time. Listen, the things that are high and lofty and lifted up in this world are going to be cut down as the Lord is judging and shaking things that don't pertain to his kingdom. No, it's the ones that are in the pool of grace that are going to experience his kindness, love, mercy, and goodness in this more than ever volatile time. Hallelujah. That makes me want to watch their form be ready. How do I do that? Humble yourself. Be the faithful servant who's looking for the master to come and doing what the master commanded. Draw near to God and he will draw near, near to you. So we find this is a place of refuge, yes, but it's also a place of great provision, water, fresh drinkable water in a land in an area that's dry and dusty. The grace and mercy of the Lord is, brings provision for us in a dry and, and, and volatile and weary and dusty world that's being judged by the Lord. Hallelujah. Watch therefore and be ready. Humble yourself. Go low. Get in the pool of grace and mercy. Amen. I'm so thankful for how the Lord is blessing our Watch Therefore television program and our ministries, Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations. You see, the Watch Therefore message presents the urgency to the lost, receive Messiah Jesus as Lord and Savior now. It stirs the lukewarm out of lukewarmness and also helps make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus. 
with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, and ministry partner John McTurnan and myself, who co-founded it, we're partnering with Israeli believers in Messiah Yeshua who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, and much more. And then our To the Nations ministry, Poured Out for the Nations. I've been ministering in 10 African countries for over 10 years in America and going into India. Oh, listen, there's so much that we're doing. You can sign up for our monthly newsletter, which I'll share about with you in just a moment. For anyone who's watching that would like deeper faith, stronger faith, and authentic encounters and experiences with the Holy Spirit of the living God to help you abide in Messiah Jesus, know our Father in heaven in even deeper ways, we have something very special we're presenting. It's the Watch Therefore Israel tour in October and then early November. It's about a 10-day tour in 2019. It's going to be so special. What we're doing is putting information up on the screen now so you can find out more. Don't miss our Watch Therefore Israel tour. It is going to be so exciting, so amazing. You don't want to miss it, and it will help you watch Therefore and be ready. I am thankful that the Watch Therefore television program is expanding. And with that expansion also comes an expansion of airtime expenses and production costs. But our help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And we trust him to raise faithful partners from our viewing audience who want to come alongside with us and lay up their treasures in heaven. Now, first may I say, if you haven't received Jesus as your savior and Lord, please don't send any, any money into this program. It's our desire that you would receive him as Lord even today and enjoy the program, be our guests. But for those who have been born again and want to lay up their treasures in heaven, we say, come on, let's bear fruit that will remain forever together with, with the Watch Therefore message. Now, for those of you who are already partnering, I wanna say a big thank you. I thank the Lord for you. We pray for you and trust that he's blessing you. Sign up for our monthly newsletters with the information that's there on the screen, and we'll send you our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly updates so you can pray and help us in our work. Unless we really trust the words of our Messiah Jesus, it's almost impossible to imagine the kind of generation we live in. With the birth pangs, the fig tree putting forth leaves, and the days of Noah all taking place at the same time. Like I said, it's just hard to imagine how difficult it's going to get in this generation. You may think, well, it's already difficult. Well, it's going to get worse fast. But the same kind of grace that was available to Noah is available to us today. And what I do with my book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, is I teach on how you can be the faithful servant of Messiah Jesus and be very successful regarding eternal kingdom success in this generation. Many are gonna be caught off guard, but it doesn't have to be you. So for a donation of any amount, we'll send you our book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, to help you watch therefore and be ready. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. The message of this teaching segment will help prepare you for this generation and also help prepare you to have a very good day when our Messiah Jesus comes for us in the rapture, that you truly would hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Uh, the watch therefore and be ready, the faithful servant versus the wicked servant message is so important to understand, especially now. You see, there was a day when not understanding Bible prophecy was less impacting than it is now. 
today, it can be disastrous not to understand this season, this time, this generation. And so I'm going to I'm going to hand to you important keys and hinges today. Uh, small keys open big doors. Big doors swing on small hinges. First, know this. The Lord's grace meets us wherever we are, wherever you are right now. His grace will meet you. But the Lord's grace never leaves us there. He takes us forward, onward and upward. And so I would title this teaching, The Joy of Our Lord, a message of eternal rewards for the faithful servant. And we're going to build on that faithful servant message. Why is the faithful servant called wise and blessed? In Matthew 24, the faithful servant's called wise and blessed. Well, it's because he's like our Lord Jesus. When our Lord Jesus came, did he come to be served or to serve? Well, yeah, he came to serve, not to be served. Though he was a king, he came as a servant. And, and so think of, of these um, passages I'm about to give you as kind of a backdrop for the rest of this teaching. There are four servant songs in the prophetic book of Isaiah, and I'm going to give you just a little glimpse of some of them. In Isaiah 42, beginning verse 1, Behold my servant whom I uphold, my elect one in whom my soul delights. I've put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the Gentiles. Isaiah 49, uh, beginning verse 5, And now the Lord says who formed me from the womb to be his servant, to bring back Jacob to him, so that Israel is gathered to him, for I shall be glorious in the eyes of the Lord, and my God shall be my strength. Indeed, he says, is it too small a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved ones of Israel? I will also give you as a light to the Gentiles that you should be my salvation, my Yeshua to the ends of the earth. Stay with me now. We're reading a lot of Bible. Isaiah 50 verse 10. Who among you fears the Lord? Who obeys the voice of his servant? who walks in darkness and has no light, let him trust in the name of the Lord and rely upon his God. You're doing great. Keep reading with me. Stay with me. We're going to Isaiah 53, beginning verse 3. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, hallelujah, we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Now, as we go down to Isaiah 53, verse 12, speaking of the servant, look how he's exalted. Therefore, I will divide him a portion with the great. And he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. See this. The faithful servant is exalted to a high position. Now, if you see the rest of these servant songs, all these passages, and throughout the scriptures, we see that this suffering servant is then exalted to be the reigning king. And, and even in modern day Judaism, which rejects Yeshua, Jesus, our Lord at this time, certainly uh, Israel will receive Jesus as Lord when he returns. They reject him as Messiah. 
and they can't understand how the Messiah suffers, but then reigns as a king. And so in some branches of Judaism, they have what they call uh, two messiahs. One is Mashiach ben Yosef, or Messiah, the son of Joseph. He's like Joseph who suffered. And then there's Messiah, Mashiach ben David, the son of David, the, the reigning king Messiah. But we know the both are one, King Jesus, who suffered for our sins and who will return as king. Someone should say, hallelujah. And, and so you thought we just read a lot of scriptures. We're getting ready to read some more together. And I'm thankful that Paul said the word of God effectively works in us. Receive it. Stay along with me here. And we're going to read Matthew 25, beginning in, in verse 13, as we look at the watch therefore message and the faithful servant message combined again. Here we go. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. This is the words of our Lord Jesus. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And likewise, he would receive two, gain two more also. But he would receive one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. Folks, uh, the Lord of those servants certainly came back, whether they were ready for him or not, he came back. Now we're getting ready to read through this some more. And I'm going to ask you to participate with me right where you are at home, in your car, wherever. You wouldn't be in your car unless you're watching us on a video device while you're driving and you shouldn't do that. So uh, if you, wherever you're watching this, uh, please participate when he says, well done, good and faithful servant, and continues on with that, ending up with enter into the joy of your Lord. I want you to say that along with me. Here we go. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, here we go. Come on. Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Real loud. Here we go. Uh, proclaim it. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Great job. He also, who had received two talents, came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I've gained two more talents beside them. His Lord said to him, here we go again. Come on. Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Proclaim it loudly. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I need you to be a hard man. Reaping where you've not sown and gathering where you've not scattered seed. And I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I would have received back my own with interest. Therefore, take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away and cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Wow. So we see in this parable, the watch therefore faithful servant, wicked servant parable, we see that there are three servants. We're in Matthew 24, there were two. In this one, there's two faithful servants, and this shows us that some have more ability than others. 
And so what we are, what we get from this is with whatever the Lord has given you, whatever spiritual gifting, whatever human talent, whatever time, treasure, whatever in your heart that you can do for the Lord according to the ability he's given you, be faithful. Be the faithful servant. A talent back in those days was a measure of gold and silver. One talent of gold in today's prices is approximately $2 million. $730,000. And, and you might say, whoa, they were entrusted with so much. But we've been entrusted with much more because the Bible says the blood of Jesus was much more precious than gold and, 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 and things that perish because these are perishable things compared to eternal things. And we have this treasure in earthen vessels we are the earthen vessels and the treasure is Christ in us, the hope of glory. We have, listen, with all the craziness, with the way this world is shaking today, you and I have the only answer. If you're truly born again and you have Jesus as your Savior and Lord in you, you have the only answer. You have the only way to see people saved from going to hell within you. As the world is shaking, more than ever, people are going to be asking, what do I do? You're the one with the answer. Jesus, the Lord, and his good news. And I'm going to share that good news with you now. We're going to wrap up this segment. This is just to set up future teachings. I'm going to continue with Matthew chapter 25. There's so much in here. But know this, the Lord's given you an ability to make a difference. And here's the gospel, that we've sinned against God. There's a place called hell. It's hot, it's forever, and it's going to be soon that this world is going to be judged in a way where so many are going to go there. But all around us, people are dying. 150,000 people die every day in the world. What about you? Have you received Jesus as Lord? He died on the cross for our sins. He was buried on the third day. Hallelujah, he rose again. And here's the good news. Since he's done that, we can repent of our sins and believe that he's done that. This gospel, this powerful gospel can save you right now. Will you believe he died on the cross for your sins and rose again? Will you put your faith in him? Will you cry out to him, Jesus, save me, I'm a sinner? What am I doing? I'm being the Lord's faithful servant telling you, here's how you can be saved. Cry out to him now, oh Lord Jesus, save me, I'm a sinner. And, and I want to know how to truly be your follower. I want to follow you, Lord. I want to live a life that honors God. Amen. If you've prayed that prayer, there's information on the bottom of the screen. You can uh, receive from us some free literature. We'll send you to help you begin your new life in Christ Jesus. And for everyone watching, I pray this program is an example and teaches you things that will help you be the good and faithful servant. We're going to continue on with that teaching. Oh, Father, bless all of our viewers today in Messiah Jesus' name. Thank you more than ever. Now remember, watch therefore and be ready. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, 
watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day. His sword will go forth to take back and restore what belongs. <laughs>